Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields his spear with great mind. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Welcome to Spelt Lore, everybody. Welcome back. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. With me, as always, playing Tacoma Dome the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hey, hi. Play. Hello. Playing Fabian. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm doing an intro. <laughs> okay. Is that cool with you? Yeah. <laughs> Playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Ty. Yes, hello. Playing Shethane, the elf ranger, Mark Robertson. Hi, guys. And we're playing our game today. Okay. Whee! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so at security headquarters, it takes a couple hours, but Cartwin has finished um, painting portraits for uh, Tuck and Billy. I think Wicker is in Billy's portrait as per Billy's request. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so Cartwin spends some time doing very small, very delicate painting uh, with some watercolors that is very precise. I I posed with my guitar. Okay. I insisted on it. (laughs) Yeah. So what does that look like? It's just you like doing a power stance. Yeah, I it was hard. It was me. So I had my. I was like in the you know the Star Wars poster. It looked like that. I I had the guitar up in the air, right, with one where the lightsaber would be. Right. It was really hard to get that into like a two inch by two inch watercolor portrait. She did a good job though. Yeah, she's good at painting. Thanks, Cartwin. She says, no problem. Do you think I can use this for like a dating profile? I think it would be difficult because yeah. it's just one small painting. It's it's attached to this ID badge. If you wanted to carry it around with you later, I guess you could. Yeah. Great. So she explains that she's happy to help you. She has an idea of how she can get you in contact with the spirit world. Uh, she says, I haven't done it in decades. Not since. And she kind of looks at Shethane. And uh, doesn't say anything explicitly, but she's like, it's been a long time. But I just need to go back to my place. Uh, I've got some supplies there from back in the day. And once we get that, then I should be able to help you out. Okay. Do you need us to take you there? I don't think it's safe for us to travel in the mall right now yeah. at all. I don't know what's going on with the uh, with the hot meat boys. Yeah. Mm. Remember, you um, may or may not have instigated a gang war. Right. Yeah. Just a couple hours ago, you killed... I want to say five men. That reminds me, we have to update something. And I turn around and I flip over a flip chart. And on the back, tiny little portraits of all the gangsters in the mall done by Cartwin, all connected up with colored yarn. Wow. And uh, I get out my red paint and uh, we cross off the ones that died. Whoa. And cross their names out. Wow. Heavy. Really? Seems like you have a murder wall here. Uh, a bunch of people that you're 
planning to kill, and <laughs> seems like we're just helping you work your way through this murder list. No, I just need to keep track of what's going on in the mall, who's doing what. Okay. So you've got you've got a list and like a chart of all three all of three the gangs? Clans. Yeah. Crazy. Can I examine it a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Is there any specific information you're looking for? I want to know who is directly above and underneath the people that we just killed. Looking at the chart, you see that those five or six people were basically reporting to a lieutenant of the head of the Hot Meat Boys, which you have named Veranda. Okay. A dwarf woman. Which we, And we haven't talked about what dwarves are like, so we don't know much about her, uh-huh. except that there are rumors that she's a cannibal or something like that. Sure. You said that. I know. I don't remember. Oh, man. <laughs> it's <laughs> just a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> so they're two levels below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were basically just like foot soldiers. Okay. And you get the idea that tracking down Billy for this crystal seems like a thing they were doing pro bono. Like this was just their it thing gave, that they yeah, wanted to do. Gave them a bono. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell me the name of the lieutenant. Uh, that they reported to? Yeah. Uh, just give me one. Uh, 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 Skimpy McGee. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Jessica it. jumped in with Skimpy McGee. Cool. So Skimpy. Skimpy was the uh, is the lieutenant that they report to of the Hot Meat Boys. Is there a picture of him on this wall? Sure. What does he look like? He's got a round face, and uh, he's kind of given like a cool peace symbol, like, yo, what up? And um, he's just got a face of a man. Wow. <laughs> Really knocking it out it's of the It's been park. a while since we played. It's hard because he's wearing all his clothes are the same color as the skin, so everything's like beige. <laughs> yeah. He, he looks like he's naked, like a skin a suit little guy. Bit, yeah. yeah. You have to look twice and you're like, oh, there's a tie. Yeah. Oh, and he's wearing a turtleneck. Yeah. Cool. Good for him. Or there's something wrong with his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong with him. Yeah. So Skimpy McGee, that's him. Uh, what race is he? He looks human. He's beige. Uh, <laughs> Again, it's hard to it's hard to pick out features. He could be anything. The beige race. <laughs> Fantasy race of beige. He's from a place called beige. Yeah. Beige. And the people beige. from the people from beige are also called beige. Yeah. So yeah, there's information on the rock pirates and the cool treat kids, which we don't know too much about. Let's give just a quick, quick summary of the rock pirate clan. What's their deal? Where where do they headquarter themselves? Um, well, we, we talked about how, um, we saw that there were, the mall is in disrepair. And actually when, as you guys were traveling up, you noticed that like curbs and things, rocks were missing. There's like, people are stealing rocks Mm -hmm. and building materials. And it seems like these guys basically are hoarding. We don't know what they're building with it, but this is a major problem. It's starting to, at first it was just a couple pieces missing here and there, then doors and locks and sinks. And so they're really just hoarding building materials for something. I suspect they're, they're at first we thought they were selling it, mm-hmm. uh, but the, just the sheer quantity, they're clearly trying to build something, but we have no Whoa. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's intense. What are they building? Who knows? I'm uh, intrigued by this mystery. <laughs> Let's abandon <laughs> the current narrative what? to follow this. It's a an issue in the principality, uh-huh. um, and uh, you know my responsibility is really just to make sure the mall doesn't fucking fall apart and and burn to the ground. So you think the the Rock Pirate Clan expands outside of the mall? Oh yeah, for sure. There's like there's issues with the the spire. There's issues with other buildings around. Stuff's just going missing. Everywhere. Interesting. That's pretty cool. 
Wow, yeah, because the spire is like a magical artifact. It just yeah. floats there, It was right? built by a wizard, yeah. Yeah, so if they're stealing pieces off of that, they've got some fucking juice behind them. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, and do you know where they're headquartered in the mall? Do they have a location? No, they're kind of, they're just like transient. Sometimes they'll just set up a little shop somewhere and then we'll figure out that that's them running it and then we'll... You know, go there to shut them down. And they'll be gone already, and then oh. like all the shop fittings and the fucking door will be gone, and the carpet <laughs> will be rolled yeah. up, and everything's gone. And then, uh, yeah, nice. Are they? What do they dress like? Are they like peg legs and eye patches? They look exactly like pirates. Uh-huh. They lean into the pirate thing. Yeah, cool. Hard. You guys should be better at figuring this out, though. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's like... If they're looking like pirates and they're all coming in with, like, gold teeth and stuff like that, but, you guys should... This is your fault. There's lots of pirates. <laughs> yeah. There's also, of, not every not pirate. Cool, it's really not cool to profile. Can you like, frisk? Not, to just assume a, a pirate is a member of the rock pirate clan, that's fucking racist. Not really. oh, no. all pirates. What were you going to say about frisking? Like, do you frisk all the pirates? Is that allowed? <laughs> Are you suggesting they stop and frisk? a method that has been used in other <laughs> Billy, that's racial profile. If we see oh, okay. a pirate with a backpack, uh, most stores will make them leave their backpack at the front counter. Mm-hmm. Wow. Let them in. Man, that's fucked up. I see your point, Tuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, my views have changed. I, okay. <laughs> Hold on. I, I, get down, I get down on one knee. I look Billy in the face and I put my hand, I guess, on his shoulder mm-hmm. but it also like goes it's basically <laughs> on his whole side yeah and i look him in the eyes and i'm like all right this is a teachable moment mm-hmm. my mind is open yes so it's important to understand that while social circumstances can lead certain members of a national group to act a certain way not all members of that national group act that way unless they're goblins or dwarves <laughs> It's fine for goblins and dwarves. They're fucking shit. They're shit people. <laughs> okay, we're learning stuff about either goblins and dwarves or Tuck. <laughs> Billy's writing this all down. He's also, like... there's a pirate nation. Like a pirate yeah. nation. Oh, That's really? Cool. Whoa, oh, that is, is cool. Is it like, or is it a bunch of ships strung together Could in be. a calm ocean? Could be. The Sea of calm nope nope <laughs> also billy's writing this all down despite the fact that he is illiterate uh, oh yeah calm ocean he's like how would i remember it yeah how does that look when billy writes it down? so it's just a series of pictograms that are hot yeah. dogs and cookies yeah and cakes and then he like checks it off and is like yeah good <laughs> and then he draws a face for the pirate and he's like good but also bad <laughs> to make it equal and fair yeah exactly I'm proud of you. Thank you. Beautiful. Do we have any information on the Cool Treat Kids? Uh, the Cool Treat Kids started back some years ago, a number of years ago, and it started when all the parents who would take their kids on like shopping trips, they would leave them at the daycares, but because the mall is so big, they like couldn't always remember which daycare they left the kids at, and so they'd be there for like days and weeks at a time, and then these kids were like, well, no one's coming for us. We have to band together. And so they survived by like dumpster diving mm-hmm. and like, you know, eating ice creams and burgers and other <laughs> hot dogs that are just like laying around in yeah. the food court. And they would, you know, as their skills improved, they were able to eat less garbage and more like, uh, what do you call it when you 
like bully people into giving you stuff stealing oh like yeah yeah know. like extortion <laughs> like yeah. extorting people for food yeah anyway it got pretty serious and so now they're just like a bunch of ragamuffins mm-hmm. who are in it for themselves yeah are they connected to the old um that old chocolate factory at all uh why wouldn't they be <laughs> for sure they are <laughs> i mean a bunch of like hungry kids yeah. and then a chocolate factory like they are swarming that zone they, oh so they, that's they ruined the chocolate factory yeah they yeah. really did they, they, they ruined the abandoned chocolate factory. It, it wasn't abandoned when they started it was a perfectly good running chocolate it factory. was oh. but the kids you know they would just like go diving headfirst into the chocolate rivers mm-hmm. and like in the chocolate pots and they were like well this shit is unusable now sorry yeah. um <laughs> this is a bunch of chocolate kids yeah so and this is the one that was that used to be like Wizard Run or whatever. Yeah, that's sweet. So that so this was like pre Exodus. So they've been around for a long time. And also, when the kids like hit a certain level of puberty, they graduate to the <laughs> Hot Meat Boys. Oh, and that's I where see. They go. Oh, they get recruited. <laughs> hot Meat Boys recruit they from do. The, the Cool, cool Treat, treat kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. level of puberty? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this was basically a long. A way of saying that it is not safe for you to be walking through the mall. Yeah, yeah. we're confident. Yeah, I'm feeling good about the fight. So. <laughs> Billy's amped off of he that is. fight from earlier. Yeah, he's like doing this. What is? What did he do? He's um, dabbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As a youth, it's un, it's unavoidable. He that. saw it when he was in the food court, and he was like, "I'm gonna try that." <laughs> that looks like a cool thing to do. Okay, so she. Leads you out of uh, security headquarters. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and then I, but when she leaves, mm-hmm. before I go through the door too, I stop Shithane and I'm like, "Hey, she asked me to come back to her house with her." And then I wiggle my eyebrows at her, <laughs> like, "You I'm get gonna, it?" I'm just gonna shake my head. This is it's far more dangerous than you guys have any idea. Hey, man, like we don't ever have I, any idea. That's clear. That's clear. <laughs> So it is so dangerous in the mall for you now that you've pinged the attention of the hot meat boys. And I'm going to get you guys to undertake a perilous journey roll. When you travel through hostile territory, choose one member of the party to act as trailblazer, one to scout ahead, and one to be quartermaster. Each character with a job to do rolls plus wisdom. So choose who's going to be who. Um, you, well, you traditionally said, been the trailblazer. No, no, but you said you wanted to be yeah, the scout. I guess. With yeah. The, and as an elf ranger, yeah, every you don't even have to roll for this. The elf ranger move is when you undertake a perilous journey, your job succeeds as if you've rolled a 10 plus. Wow. So the trailblazer uh, is determines how long it takes to get there. Mm. The scout determines if you're spotting any trouble fast enough to get the drop on it. Mm-hmm. And the quartermaster reduces the number of rations. I'll take that. Okay. And yeah. I'll take whatever is left. Trailblazer. Love, yeah, trailblazer. I am trailblazer. So she says that if you're walking through the mall, this should take about an hour. And this will determine how long it actually takes. Okay. I got a six. Great. Five plus. Wisdom. One. It's six. So fail. So two failures. So each of you mark a point of experience. Cool. Billy, do you have any food like on you? I have like some of the crumbs from the potato. (laughs) Do you have any rations like in your inventory? I have two. As you're walking through the mall, uh, Billy just gets hungry. Yeah, of course. So how many of those two rations do you think Billy eats? I mean, I guess I failed, so I probably eat both because I think I probably have more. He does not <laughs> yeah. have more. 
So Billy eats two days worth of food while walking through the mall just as a snack. So mark off both of those rations. It's been five minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. And Tuck, you're walking. Cartwin is trying to lead you the, like, the fastest way. Uh-huh. And you are just the worst per- kind of person to be in a mall with. Because you're like, whoa, they got smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did we call the music Short and McLean? Is that what yeah, I think that's what you call it. <laughs> Short and Short McLean. McLean. You're about half an hour into uh, the walk and you see Short and McLean. There's a picture of like a person playing a guitar, like a little drawing on the sign. And you see like two for one albums, repairs, rentals, all that sort of stuff. Oh, sick lessons. They got one of those recording studios too, where you go and record your own singing. Oh, there. yes, please. <laughs> So Cartwin's like, I don't know if we really have time, but Tuck's already gone. Okay. Like already walking. Sick. <laughs> yeah. So she looks at Jethane. Like, we don't have time for this. He's going to do what he's going to do. There's nothing we're going to be able to do to stop him. We just... If he's not there, I can't. And then I yell <laughs> back, hey, I have poor impulse control and I'm too big for people to control me. She looks up at the windows and sees the sun moving and looks at Tuck like, okay, we'll just, we'll make it quick. What is Billy doing? He's like following and eating, just enjoying himself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in the store, there is a very dissatisfied looking youth behind the counter with a, a piece of metal through one of their nostrils and unnaturally dark hair, most likely dyed in a really tattered shirt and pants, just kind of leaning on the counter. Welcome to Shorten McC- McLean. We have a two-for-one special if you need any help. My name is Duggan, and I'll be at the counter. Hey, Duggan. Hi. Uh, I have a broken guitar. Let me see it. Here. He looks at the guitar and is like, oh, this has got more heads than you would think. More than you need. Uh, This one's broken. We can fix this. Okay, cool. Thanks. It'll, it'll take 20 minutes. Just please feel free to look around. Okay, I'll do that. And he basically opens a chute. And throws it down. Oh. And you hear like, clang, 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 clang. And then what? he closes the chute. Is it okay down there? Yeah, we've got elves down there. It shouldn't take long. You have elves or elves? Elves. Oh, yeah. They're good at this. They're great. Yeah. Or do you pay them? Mm, hard to say. Please <laughs> feel free to look around. This will be done soon. I feel like it was a yes or no question. <laughs> and he's turned around and he's like <laughs> writing on a pad, whatever the fantasy equivalent of being on the phone would mm. be. What are you writing? It's my poetry. Oh, cool. Can I? Can we read it? <sighs> I don't know. Can we? I'd love to hear him recite some of it. Yeah. yeah. And he's like acting like he doesn't want to. And we're like, Doug in. Doug in. Doug in. He flips Duggan. his hair out of his eyes. Uh, goes, okay. But you can't tell anybody because it's not ready. This is just a look into my soul. It's called <laughs> a look into my soul. <laughs> <laughs> by Duggan Death Mall. It's fitting. Okay. Verse one. Have a look into my soul. When you look into my soul, you will see that it is dark. And inside the darkness is my soul. As that's happening, I wander away. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't notice. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't notice. Inside my soul is more darkness, and inside that darkness is my soul. Souls upon souls, darkness within darkness. That is a look into my soul. 
verse two, and then we cut to whatever Tacoma's doing. I'm, uh, I'm at the albums, and I'm like... Yeah, it's just a big bear. It's like a big bucket full of glass bottles. And is anyone with me? There's like a... Uh, just a couple people milling about. What about that woman that we're with? Cartwin? No, yeah. she's listening to Duggan's poetry. Okay. No one's with me? Nope. Okay. No, I'm really... I I feel like this could go somewhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the drum room. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> trying to... Drumming away? Yeah. Wait, you're just wailing on some <laughs> drums? <laughs> it's sealed oh. up, so you just see my arms flying around, but you know some shit's going down. <laughs> so what's Tuck doing? I'm just like opening the like little samplers on top of the uh, uh, bottles. <laughs> yeah, there's like little glass vials yeah. tied to it that give you just a little taste. Yeah, just like uh, when you go to the uh, liquor store and there's like a tiny vodka on top of a big vodka. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm just opening it up. And I'm like, that's, that's not what you're supposed to do with those little <laughs> bottles at the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't it like a sampler? Like you just try it? <laughs> no. It's like Costco. There's free samples. <laughs> Attached to all the things you're supposed to buy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you're just cracking them open and there's like little loot solos coming out. Like, oh, yeah. Pretty good. One is just a scream. Oh. And like drums. Fuck. Yeah. And then there's a there's a barrel to the side that says uh, speed metal. And it's like a bunch of metal flasks. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I crack one of those. Well... <laughs> So as when you open it, uh, it just goes like, ah! it's like, and Duggan's like, don't please, hey, you got to buy that. Okay. He like huffs and then he continues his poem. So on the third level of my soul is inscribed memories of my father and his soul. So Billy, while you're listening to the poem, getting kind of into it, mm-hmm. it's really making you feel introspective. You feel strange like you felt when you when you were coming to the mall and when you were traveling from Bullrush Village. And we've talked about how when Billy gets hungry, he thinks he's, you know, he was having visual hallucinations of black spots in the corner of his vision or seems like shadowy forms. And that starts happening again. Weird, because I just ate two days of food, so. Exactly. Billy tries to shake it off. It does go away and then appears somewhere else in your vision. And instead of it being in the corner of your vision, this one's much stabler. Then you shake your head again and that one goes away. And then it's gone. But next to you, just outside of you, you mm-hmm. hear, ah, can you see me? Where? You look huh? and next to you huh? is Perel. Oh. He he kneels down. He says, you can see me now, right? Yeah. What are you- oh, spectacular. What are you doing here? I've just, I've got a lot to explain. And you look around and you notice that Duggan is frozen mid-speech. Okay. And Tuck, as you see Tuck frozen, cracking a bottle, and you see Cartwin kind of shaking her head, but her hair's flipped out because she's been shaking it and it's frozen in time, says, I've been trying to get in contact with you since, since the pool. You remember? At the pool? Yeah. And then I try to punch him. <laughs> he, uh, he, your, your little <laughs> fist goes right through him. Ugh. says it's not quite that simple and then i grab my knife so you're welcome to try okay so i take a big swing right through him <sighs> ever since the pool what was removed from you that wasn't me that was some darker part of me while i was stuck in this box i was pouring into you my frustration my anger my ambition my rage and that's what got stuck in you and as you removed that from yourself it was removed from me do you do you understand 
I do, but I don't buy this garbage. How do I get out of here? It says, please, please, please. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to explain something. I'm trying to talk to you person to person. Well, then do it. It says, when I was alive, I tried to do real work, real good work. And I think that I have that opportunity again. Thanks to you. Thanks to your friends. And I just, I want to help you. Okay, by, by how? How? You showed real power in that pool. No regular person should be able to do what you do. There's something else here. Do you know anything about your parents? Um, no. Uh, I just know that I've been around for a while and no one wanted me. And that poem is really like, it's really hitting me in the feelers. Why are you bringing this up? In the pool, you showed raw potential. That, that energy that left you, that was unchecked. It was focused only through the help of that crystal. But that power's inside you. The ability to manipulate these energies, these forces, is within you. And with my help, you could refine it. Don't you want that? Yeah. You don't want power? I don't know. It seems like hard stuff, and this gives me a headache talking to you. (sighs) Okay, well, just think about what I said, because I'll be here. Where? And he kind of looks over at Tacoma. Uh He's like, you know, nearby. Okay. He says, just think about what I said. And he reaches his hand out and puts it on your shoulder and you feel real weight Uh. for just a second. Just a second. Okay. He says, just think about what I said. Okay. We'll talk soon. Okay. And he disappears. Everything starts moving again and you hear Duggan go and his soul. So Tacoma, while you're cracking music uh, and hearing and kind of listening to Duggan recite his poem, you look over to make sure he's not watching you steal more music. And you think for just a second you see somebody kneel down next to Billy, but there's nothing there. And then it cuts back to... <laughs> and I've opened nine of these. <laughs> and they're all still they're all playing, all playing the simultaneously. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> this is making me feel crazy. <laughs> then we cut back to, D- to Duggan and he says, in conclusion, darkness, souls, souls, darkness. The end. By Duggan Deathmall. What'd you think? Um, I think we got somewhere, but then we missed it. Well, you're a little kid, so. Okay, yeah, that's true. I'm gonna contemplate what you said. Uh, Billy like, just leaves. And I'll to roll go out of the drum room, and I'm like, and I hear all of the bottles playing away, and I see you there, and I'm like, what the fuck? But uh, I'll go over to you because. Weren't the wasn't music a way that uh, like news traveled around oh, as yeah, well? Yeah, like, yeah. So, it was like information. Yeah. Did yeah. you bother to try and open any that might? You're well, gonna steal all this music. You may as well try and get hey, something that's gonna help us. Man, it's not stealing. It's called pirating, and <laughs> it's fine. Everybody does it. it pirating. That's how you lose all the urinals yeah. in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and Carwin comes up and says, whether or not everybody does it doesn't matter. We've got work to do. And if we keep st- if we keep dicking around, we're going to get jumped by the hot meat boys. We don't have time for this. We need to go now. Hold on. There's just one more that I want to open. And this one is important. It's a speed metal album uh-huh. called The Sea of Graves. And then in parentheses, it says, is a, is a guitar solo. <laughs> uh, and it, and then in another set of parentheses, it says, but with lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and then in, underneath it says 94 minutes. <laughs> Spectacular. And, so, and then it's another set of parentheses. It says one song. 
It's a wonderful. big bottle. <laughs> so you're opening this right now? I'm gonna. Can I just steal it? I'll just steal it for now. Okay. Roll a two d six plus dexterity if you're gonna try and steal this. Uh, that's five plus four is nine. So you you're trying to do it casually, mm-hmm. and you just grab randomly. Like, you put it down so Duggan's not looking, and you're looking away, so Duggan doesn't see that you're trying to steal something, so you're just grabbing randomly, and you shove a random bottle in your back. Are you, you fucking you, kidding what? me? Seven to nine. Partial success. You but steal something. We all want to know what's going on in the Sea of Graves. Yeah, but you di- but you rolled a seven to nine, so you can either risk getting busted and steal the one you want, or uh-huh. you can grab randomly and not get caught. Okay, fine. I won't get caught. Okay. And Cartwin says, are we done here? Are uh, we done? Yeah, I just got to grab my guitar. You hear a ding, ding, ding. And Duggan opens the the chute and it just goes and pops right up out of there. And he grabs it out of the air. Says, your bass guitar is done. Thanks. Yeah. Two coins, please. Okay. And uh, yeah, and it is fixed. And Cartwin says, all right, that was... I hope this was worth it for you. Mm. If we all get stabbed in an alley, remember that this all happened. I will. Yeah. And Cartwin. she starts walking away okay. <laughs> to the residential area. Uh, that Shithane, you know, that is in the direction of the residential area. You're pretty close now. You're maybe 30 minutes away. And damn, I should have just bought it. I have like so many coins. <laughs> it's fun to steal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Says uh, the yeah. head of security. And then I high five him. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so as you're walking, um, Shithane, Tantamile is sort of keeping an eye on the crowds and she's alerting you to hot meat boys in the area that are either looking for you or are trying to get a better angle on you. But thanks to her keeping an eye out and you keeping an eye out, you're able to avoid the worst of it. But are we, we're outside of the mall now. You're inside the mall. She's the walking to a residential area yeah. in the mall. Gotcha. It used to be just um, like a storage area. Like it was a warehouse, like a really big series of warehouses, but people have built it into separate apartments and there are little living zones hanging from the roof. It's one of the, uh, extremely repurposed areas of this very right. very old mall is are there any like enchanted things like around not yeah. enchanted but magic um uh, yeah there's <laughs> we have established there is a vague difference between those two things <laughs> we've talked about how there were like floating platforms and elevators from the chocolate factory that don't work anymore but they still float <laughs> so you see that people have dragged some of those probably at great effort into this area and built living areas on top of and also hanging underneath so there are some sections of the residential neighborhood. Like you basically have two walls, like you're walking in between series of apartment buildings. Mm-hmm. And then there are like hanging clusters of apartments here and there attached by rope bridges or rope ladders. And Cartwin leads you into a pretty tight and narrow living area, like a really tightly packed apartment building. And it's kind of tough for you to walk through tech. Like you kind of got to go sideways once in a while. Mm. And she gets to a corridor that's very high up on both sides and has balconies. And she stops in a hallway and says, there should be more people out here. Something's up. I put Wicker down and I'm like, go find it. (laughs) Wicker meows, but doesn't leave. Oh, okay. I'll find it, I guess. (laughs) Discern, how do you want to discern realities? Yeah. Uh, yeah how do, what, do, what is Billy doing? Oh, I guess, yeah, that's smart. I should discern realities <laughs> first. <laughs> yeah, so that's 2d6 plus wisdom, I believe. That's a six again. A six. Uh, I want to help him. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, you can do okay. that. How, how is Tuck helping Billy with this? Um, I th- I can hold him up higher so he can see more. <laughs> okay. Okay. I guess crouching on the ground probably didn't help. Yeah, yeah you're pretty low to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I was, was like, kind of the same level I was standing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, do you see anything? No. Okay. Well, I see. And then there's like a candy and I put it in my mouth. <laughs> and some okay. feet. That was not candy, but I'll lift you up. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stop eating stuff off the ground, Billy. Yeah. You're, it is astounding that you are never sick. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Lifetime of eating stuff off the ground. So I, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, do you want me to hold you up? Sure. Yeah. So that is a partial success. For both of us. Ooh. Yeah. So I put him, I take him and I put him on my head and I was like... Everyone, yield to King Tacoma. <laughs> and I'm like, Great. yeah. And I put up double thumbs up. <laughs> so Billy's just a crown now? I yeah. Am... Uh, and as we mentioned, there's nobody out here. So nobody sees you doing this except for Cartwin. Waste. Yeah, exactly. Cartwin and Shethane see you doing this. And then, okay, so we look at them and then we're like, pretty cool, right? We just made it up. Mm-hmm. Um, on you, the spot. If you want to remain inconspicuous, this is perfect. <laughs> cool. Nice job. And then I high five his yeah. head. <laughs> That's the sound of Billy slapping <laughs> Tacoma's head. Yeah. Uh, so on a seven and nine with discern realities, you get one question okay. from the list. And the list is, what happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? What here is not what it appears to be? What do you want? I would recommend what is about to happen. Yeah, let's do that. You want to do that? Uh, so Cartwin mentions, I live down there just like four more doors down. And you see that her door is cracked open. Oh, we should not go in there. Or we should go in guns fucking blazing. <laughs> That's true. And yeah. so I... <laughs> so I unsheath my axe. Yeah. And, so, and I turn to Shethane and I'm like, can we go fucking nuts i haven't done anything all morning (laughs) (laughs) i am so cranked up right now yeah ordinarily Uh, listening to all of those speed metal albums uh got me like i am having a panic attack (laughs) every element of my being tells me not to do this but we uh we definitely need to get what's in there yeah can i run in and do shoot first yeah, you well, yeah. Basically, Billy can get in there and make a move before anybody else reacts. Yes. Um, yeah. So Billy would basically lead. I guess in this case, <laughs> Billy would lead the charge. But the because the Billy has been the deadliest part of our team for a we'll while. See. Billy's scary. <laughs> Billy's really scary now. You thought you had impulse control, kid. <laughs> so you can try and sneak up if you want. But sneaking is not as fun. And I imagine Billy had already started running with his dagger. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So So what happens is he does he trips because it's like a cobblestone ground. Uh-huh. Um, and so he kind of like is rolling really fast. Uh-huh. His, like a bowling ball. Yeah. He's got his like knife held out to the side. Yeah. And so you're rolling and you what you hit the door. The door is being propped open because a hot meat boy is like peering out, but he's looking the other way. So basically, um, yeah, Billy crashes into this door and it hits somebody and you hear, what the? And then they hit the ground (laughs) and everybody else in the room turns around because there's three hot meat boys in this small apartment and they are tossing the place. (gasps) Like they've pulled drawers out of, out of dressers and turned them over and there's chests open and there's smashed plates and bowls and stuff like that. Uh, but this guy hits the ground in the middle of the room. He looks pretty young, maybe like 16 or 17 years old, human human guy. And the three of the other hot meat boys turn around and they're shocked. And Billy's just standing there 
oh yeah well i get up and i'm like hey guys and then i because of (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, I'm still kind of reeling from both the moral lesson that Tuck taught me earlier and the poetry. And so I'm feeling like righteous and I'm like, you shouldn't touch stuff that isn't yours. And then I run at them. Yeah. With my knife. Uh, yeah. Also keep in mind, <laughs> Billy is a thief. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't steal from people. Only I can steal that, from that people. That poetry really spoke to something deep inside. Well, it was a lot of repeating words. It was like... It was just, <laughs> soul's was, darkness. Yeah, darkness. It was making me so fucking bored. I yeah. just needed to do something. <laughs> so yeah. uh, Billy has made that declaration and is apparently the avenging angel of this situation. So now you have an opportunity to act because there's a guy on the ground who That's just how got you... knocked over by a door Okay, right um, in front of you. So what do you do? I guess I... Um... Oh, man, I'm going to have to kill him or something. I, guess. <laughs> right? I mean, you can attack people and not kill them. That's true. You can choose We're not the police. to kill... We're the police. We can arrest them. Yeah. Okay. Billy, so do you have cuffs on you? I don't. So <laughs> no, I don't know shit. what to do, and I'm feeling... Again, feeling moral, feeling moral feelings. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe. Yeah. <laughs> so Billy just slaps the kid in the face, and he's like, "Stop it!" <laughs> it's just a kid, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't even know what that would be. I guess it's a hack and slash, right? <laughs> yeah, it would be a hack and slash if you just slap him. Yeah, I slap him. Okay. So it's a hack and slash. 2d6 plus strength. Oh, um, seven. Okay. So on a seven to nine, you deal your damage to the enemy. So you're just slapping this kid as hard as you can. Three. Okay. So but you... it's emotional damage because he feels embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you just slap him right in the face. Yeah. And he goes. <gasps> <laughs> but then on a seven to nine, he also deals damage to you. So he's like, hey. And then he slaps you. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> So Billy gets slapped in the face, and it take you take two damage. All right. Yeah. You so hit him harder though. He his eyes teared up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And he felt extra dumb because his friends some um, get cry mm-hmm. almost cry because and, he got smacked by a child. And just two weeks ago, he was a cool treat kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. He's new. Yeah. Yeah. So Tacoma, you charge in behind Billy. No, I don't charge in. Oh, what do you do? I turn to Cartoon and I'm like, hey. What are these walls made out of? Uh, wood? Okay, I'm sorry. And then I turn around and I smash through the wall next to the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, go ahead and roll 2d6 plus strength for a defy danger. Wow. 14. Wowzers. <laughs> so... Wow. So the thing is, this though, maybe the first double six I've gotten it is. in the whole three seasons of recording. <laughs> yeah, it is. You just crash through this wooden wall. You wreck the wall. You smash through. And there was a, a hot meat boy near the wall <laughs> who's looking at his friend get slapped by a child. And um, yeah, he gets you just come through this wall and there's a kid right in front of you. <laughs> And he's like, whoa! I get in there and I see what just happened. I see a tiny handprint on this uh, 16-year-old kid's face. I see a big handprint on Billy's face. And I'm like, oh, I guess this is what we're doing. 
And then before the kid has a chance to respond, I smack him in the head. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> Hack and slash. Five plus two is seven. Okay. So, yeah. Roll your damage. One. One. Great. So, you slap him, and he goes, Whoa! and then he slaps you. Roll a what? d6. Five. Yeah. He <laughs> nails you. Wow. <laughs> what the he- fuck? His is more of a, a fight or flight response. Like you come through the wall and slap him and he gets really scared and leans back and just wails on your face. You know that when your your whole the side of your whole face goes numb? Yeah. And oh. also I start to tear up a little bit and yeah. I feel embarrassed. And so Cartwin, some of it is emotional damage. Yeah. And Cartwin sees uh, you crash through the wall and slap this guy and looks at you, Shethan, like, what are they doing? And she runs into her apartment, and she just spear tackles one of the kids into a, into a shelf. And Shethane, what do you do? Who else? Who's left? There's one person that hasn't been uh, slapped so I'll, uh, <laughs> or spear tackled into a bookshelf. So I just walk in the front door, see what's left, mm-hmm. see this guy standing there, and I'm like, you want to get smacked too? <laughs> Uh, roll a defy danger charisma. Are you just trying to like talk him down? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like... Defy danger charisma. Eight. He puts up his hands. Goes, hey, I don't want to get smacked, but you know how it is. Like we're here, we're here on veranda's orders. Like we can't just we can't just walk away empty handed. No, I'm gonna arrest this guy and we're gonna interrogate them. It's like you just you know what? If we can bring her a little bit of you know, and he starts doing the money thing, rubbing his fingers together. Were you here? looking for money we're just looking for whatever man you guys decide to just kill a bunch of our guys and you think that nothing's gonna happen we know cartwin we know where she lives well obviously we're here right now (laughs) what's your name fantasy name generator no 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 you come up with the name um billiam wow look and so i go up to him and i slap him (laughs) (laughs) he's tall so do you slap his leg or do you try and yeah i slap his leg i don't have time to climb him are you is this a hack and slash are you okay so yeah so jesus okay nine nine okay um also i kick him (laughs) okay so roll your damage Five. Damn. Nice. Um, wow. So you so you just kick him really hard or punch him or something in the leg? Yeah, I slap him and then I kick him okay. in the same spot. <laughs> so you like, um, as a short guy, yeah. short kid, you're probably used to having to hit people lower down. Yeah. So you just hit him right in the spot that you know makes pe- tall people buckle. So yeah, he, his knee buckles and he, he goes down onto his knees so he's face to face with you and then you <laughs> grab his face. Yeah, gently. But I kind of press his cheeks together. I'm like, respect our name (laughs) so billy basically took this kid out cartwin's like got this kid so she spear tackled the one kid into a bookshelf and she's got her arm up against his neck and she's just yelling at him i just wanted to stay here i wanted to make a simple living as a portrait artist and you guys had to go and mess it all up and she kind of like hits him in the side like don't you ever come to my house again if you do i will kill you i will straight up kill you i'm a vet I've been in a war. You think I yeah, will kill you, she's kid? She's a fucking veterinarian, man. She could fucking kill you. She knows what's inside of dogs. She points right at you and she says, shut up. That is enough out of you. This so. is my house. You wrecked my wall. I will kill you too. Hey, it was 50-50 me and them, I think. Yeah, it was 50-50 them crashing through a wall. She like gets up. She picks the kid up like by his shirt and throws him at the door and says, get the hell out of here. And throws the kid out. Shethane, what are you doing with this one? Is your stuff here? 
did they take anything? Do you have she, what you need here? Is it still here? She doesn't look around and she says, yes, I'm not going to say anything more because we've got a bunch of thieves in my house. But yes, it's here. But once we get these kids out of here, I can grab this stuff and then we can do what we need to do. We don't have we don't have the time to deal with this other one, so I'll uncuff that other kid and just toss him wait, 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 through no, I... the tuck-shaped hole in the wall. <laughs> if you let them leave, they're going to leave and they're going to tell the other people. Is um is there a closet we can lock them in? Mm, yeah, let's put them in the closet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, Carwin's like, all right, yeah, I've got a... Man, I was just starting to like this place too. And she opens up a closet that just has like linens and cloaks and stuff in it she starts throwing people in pulls a key out of a pouch she has and locks a padlock looking lock on the door says this isn't going to hold him forever but it should hold him for a little bit yeah we should give him some magazines what do you have uh i've got mud affairs and i've got golf digest oh cool i love it and so she slides those under the under the door and they go oh well thank you and then one of them's like, do you know how to read? <laughs> <laughs> so she looks around and is not particularly pleased. So she huffs around a little bit. She's like, I really, I'm going to be honest. I regret all of this now. Look, I just got to. Cartman, you, you know what we have to do. I know. I get that it's important. I get, oh, what if magic comes back or whatever it was you were talking about? This seems like a big deal. It, and I remember how bad it was. But. You know, I just got the furniture the way I like it, and now it's all over the damn place. I um, I I hear her complaints, and I try and like I do like shuffling of the furniture around, <laughs> and I'm like, "Was this how it was?" Just leave it. I'm sorry. Just leave it. I'm sorry. And uh, Wicker, who didn't come into the the house previously, she now is like picking her way through the rubble and just meowing over and over, like meow, 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 meow. And she goes over to um. There's like you see that she's really digging something just out she like heads back out the door she comes in meows a bunch and then heads back out all right i'll follow her she hops up in a planter that cartwin had set up outside her place because it gets a little bit of light from the glass ceiling and uh she's really dig she's meowing a lot and she's sniffing an orange flower (gasps) which you recognize as the flowers that wicker has been following Mm -hmm. since you left mudlark Thanks for listening, everybody. That's our game for this week. With me, as always, playing Tacoma Dome the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. I have a leather wrist strap on. Playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Tai. <laughs> what happened? Is it just because of the stuff I said? Playing Shethane the Elf Ranger, Mark Robertson. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see High Rise? Did you see that uh, movie? You can find us online on Twitter at SpoutLore or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash SpoutLore. Thanks for listening. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3. Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you without a resolution Return next week you commute or do your chores and for you I'd gladly